Thank you for being a connoisseur of Konya Corner and listening to another episode. It's me, your host, Marcus Boston. Please, 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 please share, like, and comment. Let me know what you think. I, I love feedback on what I can do better, where I can grow, where we can make this thing be what it's all it can be. Uh, follow me on IG at Marcus Boston 314 Show page, Kanye Corner, leave me a comment, hop in them DMs, let me know what's going on. Also, follow me on Twitter at Marcus Cognac, show page, Cognac Corner. On the Facebook at Cognac Corner, let me know, follow, share. Uh, email me at cognaccorner at gmail with any relationship questions, any thoughts, anything you just want to discuss, any uh, gems I can give you away, any shots I could uh, pour in your cup. Um, if you want to be guests, also email me, DMs, comment, whatever. Let me know. Um, get your friends to become get your friends to become connoisseurs as well, so we just make this a bigger family event. So thank you again for being here and enjoy the show. Uh, sipping Duce, boy, this ain't your daddy yet. He in the Cadillac, me, I'm in the Maybach. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, connoisseurs of Cognac Corner. I am your motherfucking host with the motherfucking mostest in this bitch. For those that got a problem with me cussing. I am Marcus Boston again, and today we have special guests for the first time and a repeat <clears throat> offender. We have the beautiful and intelligent and one of a kind, Heather Hellmans. Oh, give you. a round of applause. Connoisseur, give a round of applause. God damn it. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you for making time to grace the BBC. Oh. That is a uh, big boot of communications. <laughs> well. I want to get ahead of you before you went to the other way. I know that BBC has a whole different acronym <laughs> reference. Facts and the repeat offender, big brother, uh, Mr. Political, but behind the scenes, he's Malcolm X. But out in person, he is Martin Luther King. <laughs> That's quite a combination. <laughs> Sean Wesley, <laughs> Dr. Wesley, thank you for making time and finally making it down to the BBC uh, to be on Cognac Corner. This is, I don't know, what, your third appearance, fourth appearance? Something like that. You're like, uh, what's one of them shows where they have the, the guests is always on? Was that Carson? Uh, oh, yeah. I like the know. guy's just permanent fixture on the yeah, couch? He, you know, he's, not on the, like, he's not in the scroll, but he's always a special guest. Like, he's always, every time he comes in town, he's on the show. Uh, so, so how have everybody been? Have a go with you? How's things? Great? Oh, fantastic. We've been uh, very productive, moving and grooving, a lot of growth lately. Mm-hmm. So, uh just trying to keep up with sustaining and making sure everybody's happy around me. So, got to feed the tribe, and the tribe feeds you. Yes, sir. That's the best way to be. Sean, how you been? It's been a while since we've had a uh, in depth conversation. Yeah, I'm coming for you, Sean. Yeah, it's coming. It's on the way. I'm trying to ease. I've been told I have to ease into um, a lot of things. I like to go, but that's not always the best way to be. So I'm trying to make sure everyone's comfortable for getting to your business. Because I ain't got. Well, I'm getting to my business too. My shit's whole trash. But we get to it. <laughs> Mine is not. I know you are winning. You, 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 I heard winning in ways that I've always wanted you to win. Oh, that's awesome. I almost take y'all wins as my wins, and I realize my bed is still cold when y'all winning. I said, hold on now. Maybe I should focus on my wins. Uh, Start manifesting that dream, baby. I know. I, I, I manifest something. Like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I got <I> to <laughs> believe it. But go ahead, Sean. I'm sorry. Just blessing grinding. That's about it. So you gonna make, gonna make work for this, Sean? You gonna make, you gonna make me work for this? God damn! It's gonna take a few more gold coins. <sighs> right? You want you want tequila shot, Sean? I got some nice mm, tequila. I'm good. You have to be in good behavior, huh? I have to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what do you call it? What you call the old girl? Uh, like not BBQ. What is barbecue? Barbecue, please. Beautiful black queen. Oh, oh he went back home, guys. <laughs> I only go home in February, and I almost stayed this year, but then. Not me. 
I'm good. I'm golden. I can't take you seriously right now. I know too much. I mean, I'm I'm known as a white girl trapping myself. I've been propelling snow for years. You know, Sean was always the. If this is like New Jack City, Sean was. Um, What's 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 uh what's what's Wesley Snipes' character in New Jack City? Oh, um, I know who Nino you, Brown. There you go. And I was G Money. G Money. And Nino Brown got out the game. Oh yeah. I was like, I was like, who is this? Hold on, brother. It's I'm- it's interesting to see him off the bench, considering I've been I've been a sideline contender for all of these years, watching him. Uh, mm-hmm. In the in the box seats, when the view from the field was. was I mean, great. they've been canceling school for years on his dime, so. <laughs> That's not true. Bus routes are closed. <laughs> Too much snow on the streets. Oh, uh, school is canceled. <laughs> Look at you. I didn't know we could blush. <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't Grand Crew. This ain't, yeah, you, you, you two against one. You ass out today. Yeah. You got your nice grown man shirt on. <laughs> is that Versace? Versace, Versace, Versace. <laughs> BBQ, I usually call them Nubian queens, but BBQ is way better. Yeah, I, I like that. Damn, it fits. You're right. You, you damn right. Ain't nothing like going home. I've heard. I ain't stayed there long enough to really say, but it looks good. It's well worth it. Good. <sighs> Man, I'm happy for you, Sean. I still got work at it, so. Oh, relationships will work. Always works. Always. Work. It's a friendship. Always. Yeah. Peace. It's a friendship. And, and, and they sh- you should be friends. And um, tell me more, Sean. So, what I, this is what I do now. Just in, in short conversation. If I'm saying too much, I will slide to you something edited out. But I'm not. So, you told me this is a friend from back home in Carlisle. That's the last time we hung out was when we went over to over your part of, from your, your home, when you, one of your homes. Yes. And um, you guys, uh, I, was like, I was like, who's this steakhouse? You know how Sean be taking pictures and posting stuff, but he don't say nothing. Oh, yeah. Sean is the king. Of posting, not saying shit, but had a whole lot of words. I said, Sean, you ain't saying shit. It's a thousand letters. He stole my stuff. You know, <laughs> I I post all these inconspicuous places so nobody knows who I'm with. Mm-hmm. So they never know if I'm dating, if it's just me. Maybe I'm just a solo. You know, I could just be that weird girl who's sitting by herself mm-hmm. and nobody knows any better. But maybe I'm black face with that. Oh, you don't want to black my face? No, no all this right. is the money. Hey, this time, this, right. this is. I figured out. I mean, you are the marketing master, so I don't know nothing. I'm just trying to sell it out to out the trap house, but um, well, I don't want to. Steal the thunder from Big Sean. Up no, here, so. no, Sean. No, no, he ain't gonna let that happen. No, never. Uh-uh, not never Sachi show. He no. got <laughs> And that grown man. <laughs> I want to be the grown man like Sean one day. <laughs> I want to be a full adult. I, you know what? I have high hopes for you, buddy. I think you're gonna get there. For I think sure. so too. Mm. I think so too. I just, I realized this vulnerability thing is tough. It I, is. I thought I was, and I realized I am not. You know, I like that you touched on that word. I am just learning day after day how to be vulnerable, and I'll tell you what. Woo! It's a motherfucker. It is a motherfucker. It's tough beans out here. You guys in your language. Oh. Look here, uh, Pastor. <laughs> this ain't this ain't the podcast. I'm like, sorry to offend you. I thought it was Tuesday. Taco <laughs> I thought I'd bring Tuesday. out the heavy drugs. Yeah. He really yeah. been uncomfortable. <laughs> brand new on this camera, boy. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to alarm your political connects. I understand, Sean, but today you're going to be the human being that we really know that you are. Hey, transparency and authenticity. That's, That's it. what it's I'm about. Mr. Positivity. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Positivity. <laughs> you asked for this. You, you made this happen. This has been on the books for almost a month and a half, if not more. And now we're here. true. This is true. Which is true. And all worked out. We had this beautiful uh, flag of St. Louis and Carlos and Blues. Support local got that today, and it just feels appropriate. I can't you know, wait to get one. I love it. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to let her, get a, I want to help her sell all them damn flags because that yeah. shit's dope. Yes, and it just fits. It's a natural comfort thing. So, Sean, you gonna tell me more about what you told me and how we got here? Where you want to start? Okay, so where'd y'all meet meet up again? Besides being friends from the <clears throat> old school, no, we actually met actually nine years ago mm-hmm. when I worked at Our Boskies. Mm-hmm. What a place! But everybody was uh, informing her that I was a snow bunny lover. Yeah, man, why she get known as a, as a dope boy? I mean, she, was, forget it. she wasn't wrong. Like, I mean, Sean. Her informants hey. were not lying. Nino, 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 you gotta be okay with that. You gotta be okay with that. Let that, it that go. Idea. Let but, it go. But, <laughs> but, you know, she had her uh, her stint with her uh, snowman also. So oh, you gotta, you gotta, oh. life is to be lived. You gotta try. It works both ways. So, yeah. That is interesting. You know, we, there was a connect, but we just okay. it never... Progress so time and place just yeah. chilled with yeah and that was nine years ago and then uh yeah you was super snowman back then you weren't ready I'm not ready now I can't I, I think about going home all the time you look at my Instagram timeline it's very diverse but the ones that get a little extra linger like how that white girl all that body that don't make no big goddamn sense mine's <laughs> <sighs> definitely changed a little bit well yeah, I, carry on Sean if I get I mean go ahead let me listen so um. They came down, her uh, company came down from an event, and they got locked out of the front doors at the place I work at. Mm-hmm. And I had to be working day shift. I had to let them back in. Mm-hmm. And had to be her outside. And God, won't she do it? <clears throat> God is good, ain't she? Once she walked in, she's like, hey. I'm like, hey. Hey, hey. And then we clean. reconnected and started talking. Half hour, 45 minutes later, kept mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. She went to her event. You know, next day I hit her up like, hey, nice talking to you. And the rest is pretty much history. Wow. The friendship evolved from there. It, it is something about, you know, <clears throat> the you don't have to go through that process of meeting new people and shit. That shit fucking ass. Yes. But in all reality, though, what sealed the deal is her characteristics are just like my mother's. Wow. Mm-hmm. So her mindset and her way of thinking and what she goes about her daily life reminds me directly of my mother. So I'm like... That's a huge tribute right there. And for me, it was going to take somebody on that level to get my attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she definitely got it. Yeah. And then we've been on a couple of times, you know, and hung out at motherfucking nice ass steakhouse. Right. <laughs> Morton's Seven actually. Course meal. <laughs> bottles of wine. Who's getting a drip? I said, God bless. I can't afford it, but one day, <laughs> one day, I'm going to find me somebody that I could put on my gram. It was, worth, it was worth every dollar of it, too. Yeah, because you had time with somebody amazing. Yeah. Well, we got, we got to the restaurant like at 6.30. Mm-hmm. So she beat me there because I had to go get, get some stuff done. So when she got there and I walked in, He's always she was late, sitting at the bar. The no, I was actually on time. What? But I was going to be early, but she already beat me there. And she was sitting there at the bar, and a glass of wine at the table, at the bar, actually, and in a red dress, I'm like, oh, oh shit. Oh. She knew what Silhouette. she was doing. She's like, seal <laughs> the deal for real flame. over here. Yeah, yes. so that happened. You know, we just went and sat in a, in a I mean, we had dinner. And started at 6.30. We looked up. It was 10.30. Restaurants closed. <laughs> there you go with that. <laughs> I like it. Put it on. Is that necessary? Yes. <laughs> It tells the story first, Sean. Keep yeah, going. So let let Teddy let Teddy smooth us through this. Go ahead. Go ahead. So we um we were like, wow, it's ten thirty. One person left is the bartender and our server. 
I'm like, so I like that 10.30 is the shutdown time for Big Sean over here. What's that again? I mean, I've closed down bars at 2 a.m. still sitting there this talking. This is a restaurant. This is, this well, is a, a nice restaurant. restaurant oh, so. excuse me. A nice oh, restaurant. Ooh. Do they offer breadsticks? We some basic bitches. Unlimited <laughs> style. This is nice. I don't know what you eat now, but he goes to nice <laughs> places, nice. okay, with linen napkins Look, and white gloves. I'm a snowflake. Actually, I know nice. <laughs> they actually pulled a table out and sat us down. Oh, oh it's a bad bitch birthday. Okay. It was good, but the conversation was about, you know, we talked about everything. Top to bottom. Wow. And uh we decided the friendship comes first. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to ruin a friendship just trying to get the score. And I'm not trying to score anyway. Not at this stage of my life, so you know, there you go with that music again. But uh it's all good. It, it's working. You know, she's doing her thing. I'm doing mine. She does pop up. This is my place of work. <laughs> of course, she don't pop up. <laughs> she might go pop up. If she don't pop up, she don't really care. Yeah. Anyway, for my pop up one I'm day, I'm somewhere, not, I'm not somewhere. Used to, in, the used, in the bushes. Hey, hey, girl. In your like closet. A, look like yeah. a whole snack over there, girl. I'm not used to it, but it works. <laughs> I mean, you always last like like real pursuit of a relationship been five years ago. Okay. Wow. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I remember um, that one. That yeah. that. <laughs> so I was doing all females, regardless mm-hmm. of what race. I, re- I remember that. That mm-hmm. was a. Yeah, I was done. We've all done. been I there. Him, I ain't seen him pay. I ain't seen him put. I, that's the last time I seen him post anybody at that level in public. Yes. I was like, I tell, I tell my friends, that ain't gonna work. Yeah. Whenever I see somebody post super heavy on post social media about who they whip, that shit either it's not that good or ain't gonna last. Right? You gotta have privacy. Mm-hmm. And this like, is, this is actually pretty private, believe it or not. Oh, we know because we. I didn't even. I didn't know. I just. I had to turn to inspect the gadget. I said, "Wait, well, well, he, he, he posting the same." Mm-mm, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <sighs> Smells like hey, I Wakanda. Was, I was, I was clued in to the facts, but I didn't get any of the details. I just knew the top lines. And I went, hmm, all right. He ain't going to tell me no more. Mm-hmm. I see how this is going. All right. So He can't let, he can't let no snow bunny come involved. You, you, think, you, think, you think he going to let her know? What, no. You, no. No. No one's getting no. He's a repeat offender. It's like being an addict. Oh, I know. You showed me. Even I though. was shocked. I about fell out of my chair the first time you I know, showed you know, me. Like, it, I, I, it looks like. I feel like I'm. <sighs> I feel like I'm looking at the future. Mm. I don't know about that, but it could be a, it could turn to be a powerful couple. I want to be a groomsman. That's all I say. Right? Can I be oh, the flower way, girl? You guys are way too far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have jumped into a whole new world. Fine, I'll be the ring bearer. Whatever. Whatever. It's not like that. But anyway, good person. Yeah, you, completely we, you good gotta person. Have friends, and you both have to be hustles. I I be telling everybody, even myself, most of the time, like. For me, it's hard to explain to women that are used to nine to fives or being that like in the box routine type of mindset. Like my my life is unscheduled and hectic and crazy, and I enjoy it. I'm used to it. So like when I'm available, might be a Monday night at one when right. I'm done, whatever. Or like you catch me in traffic. Like you got to understand that. Like I like to say, I'm not a destination. Right. But I'm a step in the right direction. Uh, oh, I like oh, I got, that. I got lines. I'm going to hashtag balls. that right now. Throw it up on the gram. It's going to be trending by noon tomorrow. Okay? We got you. So, so since we're on this subject, how have it? Heather has a story. Oh, do I? That's unique. 
So we can't just talk about where oh, I'm at. Oh. We're we, we, we going to work around the table, Sean. Thank hey. you. <laughs> so I, we got plenty ahead, of time. Sean. This is, this is I already know. with Sean Wesley S-Dub. Yeah, I know it's coming my way. Don't you worry. I figure all the scrutiny, I got to get it out now because I know it's coming. Oh, yeah. Shots fired. Yes. But there's no shots fired this way because it's the timing is just right right now. I love mm-hmm. it. I'm happy work. for you. That's Regardless of what happens, a friendship is never going to die. That's amazing. And you that know what? comes first. Nobody can say that these days. That it's no. one and done and we out. And then no. it's ghosts. And it's like you never knew anybody. Everybody's perfect strangers, even though they're not anymore. At the end of the day, you know, it's there. <laughs> People know me. themselves, though. That's the problem. You don't know yourself. You can't understand or know how to f- figure out somebody else. You don't know who the fuck you are. I'm, right. I, I've learned who I am, what I will, and what I will when I deal with, but also things are negotiable. A hundred percent. So I'm never going to be like, oh, this is who I am right now. Well, I might go through some shit that might evolve that idea or the experience. So who I am now, cool, but who I might be in two weeks might be someone different, but I'll still be the same person. Who you're going to be in two hours. That's can it. change. Everything, everything that happened until this moment has built you to who you are. So it, it. it evolves. That's what we do as humans. And people disregard that. They throw that to the wayside and forget. Like, we are ever changing, whether it's the change that others want us to be or not. And that's the part that always rattles my cage because it took me a long time to understand who I was and be okay with it. And when we talked about vulnerability, mm-hmm. That's why sometimes I think that level is hard for me to achieve. Whew, yeah, that, that hurt me. Tequila, shit. Ooh. But, it's like a bad bitch you shouldn't be with. Ooh, <laughs> shit. God damn. That's a street you need here. to turn around Ooh. on. Get out. Get out. Let me close my app because this is trouble. I'm Ooh. getting out them DMs. I'm, I'm getting you a bar of soap. Oh, my goodness. Here. Not, no, no, no. <laughs> I got some chocolate. <laughs> I got some chocolate. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me touch you off. Go ahead. No, it's all right. I I just look at it as we talk about vulnerability, and I think the trouble that falls into place with modern day mm-hmm. dating, the the secret is on the Instagrams, the posts, the mm-hmm. things like that. But we also are afraid to really, in person, show some of those layers of us yeah. because we've worked so hard to have them. Yeah. And so it becomes a lot more of a challenge to connect. Yeah. Because intimacy is totally different now. It takes time. Yes. It takes you, time. You might have yeah, scrolled all the way to the bottom of my gram. Yeah. You might have gone all the way to the last profile picture on my you Facebook. Know what I show you. Yeah, you it know. Takes time. Exactly. I'm elusive. I am elusive. You never know if I'm even in this state, this city, this country half the time. Catch me, catch me in traffic. Right. That's all, that's all I say. Catch me in traffic. Right. Mm. I love it. That's it. I'm on, I'm on the move. So Heather, let's that's um. Let me let me start at the beginning. Sure. So, what kind of home were you raised in? I was raised in a very Catholic, my parents are still married, Mm -hmm. home. They were very young. We were, I would never even, I would doubt the line of saying even we were middle class. I would say my parents worked very hard for us to have a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, I never went without, but I know that it was a challenge. Mm -hmm. So, I do know that relationships are interesting because I was... Born very young to my parents mm-hmm. when they were very young, and uh, so I watched them grow up. Mm-hmm. And so it's been an interesting evolution for me. I've been exposed to a lot of ideologies. I was raised in the Catholic schooling, all the things, and mm-hmm. believe you me, I broke away from that, even though it's St. Louis. I know that's hard. Girl, don't you get me going down there, I know. Right? Trust me. I, <laughs> but I, I have since traveled the world and made my own sound opinions, and believe you me, we know I got opinions. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> I have experienced so many other cultures in life and ways to live life outside of just our normal bounds here, which don't 
Don't get me wrong. I love everything about where I was born and raised. This this place takes work to be great. Yes, it does. And, and you see the people that leave St. Louis and go to other places, eat up that whatever city they go to. Because mm-hmm. if you can make it here in any way of level of success, you will tear up a fucking city that's a lot more in tune to being great. Yeah, Everyone's completely. like worried. Like, I still I had a conversation last night at uh, Colorado Bob's 3457. At Morgan, yeah, I fucked that whole commercial up. <laughs> Colorado Bob, Ship of Fools at 3457 Morgan Four Road, 6116 is Cecil W. Adams, newly purchased and owned and operated bar. Ooh. And I was just there hanging out, doing some podcast stuff. And like, I was talking to a, a friend of his, and I was explaining, like, we have to get past this whole, like, I hate the question of, what high school you went to? That's mm-hmm. the same little shit, but it, but it's deeper than that. It's a cultural problem of of, of separation. Oh my god, it's a judgment judge from yeah, 100%. yeah. Like bitch, I'm homeschooled now. What you know? what I'm saying like that doesn't mean anything. Right. You're thirty plus. Why are you still asking a question from twenty years ago? Ask me where I went to college. Ask me what my life goals are. Ask me what I do for business. Now, oh, and, yeah. And I I love that question because I did not grow up technically in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I was in the country. Yeah. So, yes, I was at private school, but nine out of ten people don't really know anybody from there, which is brilliant because right. that makes my, my whole world a little bit grander. Yeah. But uh, the exposure is, so now you can't judge me, so now what? Oh, now you have to think about a real question yeah. to ask me to get to know me. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. And half the time, I think that's where people think that I get this, like, arrogance or... I if call my it my, if my confidence bothers your insecurities, yes. that's a you problem, not mine. And I say Fuck that you. all the time. I'm I'm very confident. If if you take it any other way, it's just I'm sure. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure of who I am. Maybe you need to go check mm-hmm. yourself. But I I try to assimilate with. I get this is a cultural thing here, mm-hmm. and I've learned very very quick and fast, especially when I moved away and then moved back, mm-hmm. <laughs> that. You got to figure out what corners to piss on and which one's not, Mm -hmm. okay? And so I tread lightly around those things still to this day. And it blows my mind when people still ask that question. I'm like, we're almost 40. Like, come on. Get your life. Right. Like, we all married and grown. Ask me who my first husband was, okay? (laughs) Let's talk about that. (laughs) Ask me where he went to high school. I'll tell you a story. Oh, yeah. I still hate, like, what do you do question. Like, what do I do doesn't always, like, I say I'm a podcast producer. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do. But it's not, what you do is not who you are most of the time. 100%. It's usually whatever your check is. You go there, you clock in, clock out. Like, so, like. I hate that question because lim- once again, you're trying to put me in box to make you feel yes. comfortable. True. My question is like, what is like, who are you? Like, what what makes you happy? What 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 really fires your fucking oven? Sure, that's I love what I that. care about. I don't give a fuck about what you do. It's, it's a check. Money money is easy to get. Money is not the hard part. Human experience and time is what you have to put value in. You take another shit with you. And people don't realize that. No, people, no. people forget that time is really the most valuable form of currency we have. Like, yeah. that is it. That's all I have. Time and joy and how I'm going to spend it. I work for living my life, not work for a living. All right, so and like, that's I, my I, thing. I eat to live. I don't live to eat. Yes. That's it. Oh, we're on this coaster. So, Heather, coming up in no. that, in that um, and like for me, I think for me, my perspective is um, I did not have a two-parent home. My mom was a single mother, but at no point did she ever make me feel like she needed a man to qualify her existence. I love that. So, like, she never, I never saw her peace disturbed. It would be me, her, and my sister, and we were just going to get it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As things, as men came and went, I didn't know they were friends or were they not. You know what I'm saying? She just make sure you're not going inter- to uh, interrupt this household because we're going to do it with or without you. And, like, her husband is 30... I'm 34. He's 37. She's 50. I'm 54. I'm 55. Okay. They've been married for 10 years. 
because it fits. Right. You know what I'm saying? She never limited herself. She wasn't out here looking for something. Mm-hmm. It came and it worked out and he evolved and he'd been leveled up and she's doing well and they're a good team. So, like, I've never seen them argue a right? day in my life. That's amazing. So, when I see people be like, oh, argument's part of a relationship, whose? Right. I've never seen it. I don't I don't believe it. You're not going to disturb my peace. Right. If you can't, accom- you can't compliment, if you can't, I don't want you to be, I want to be one and I need it. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I want you to have your own goals, ambitions, drive, focus without me. I want us to come together like a quilt, but I, I don't want you to lose yourself in me. So uh, I've been there, so I understand that. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and I think it's it's a, it's a civilization socialization problem towards women when women became property and not you know part of the empire. Sure. You know, when you have books of the Bible where they lower women to a whole different conversation. You know, what I'm saying like. How can we, we can't be surprised taking this long to get to equal, you know, try to work on equal pay and empowerment because you have so many texts and philosophies that put women below men because women are so powerful. It's the reason men have worked so hard for years to keep them below them. Oh, I agree. I look at it as, and I think this is very interesting, and as a woman who doesn't have any children, but yet I look to all of my female peers, we can reproduce. We're the only thing that makes other humans exist. We don't even need men anymore for that, right? Like, we have science and technology and have evolved beyond that. Mm-hmm. That makes us a superpower. Yeah, I, I <laughs> like, trust women in my life. Well, I trust a man. Like, I'm oh, a team full of women around me, but I was raised by aunts and grandmas, and like, in the, in, you know how to communicate well but you've and seen listen it, better. But you've seen what power that they can encompass and what mm-hmm. they can do when they, when they do assimilate together. Yeah. When women are in a group, I mean, I think about it just in social, like social settings. A group of women is the most powerful yet terrifying thing to be around because they can make or break you. They can make and break other women. Mm-hmm. They can break down men. They mm-hmm. can make that men. Yeah. And it's just like mm. you have to really evaluate. Men yeah, don't do that. Woman in a second. Heard it. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll get you in a second. Hold I, on. I can tell you what. A group of men is the least intimidating thing for me to walk up to by myself. Oh, man, they're fucking horrible. They're stupid. Yeah, I, I look at it and I'm like, I, w- I will destroy anything that comes up. And he knows it. Like, Sean has witnessed me shoot it down across the room and they're just dumbfounded. And you're like, I'm sorry. Trash. All I did was breathe. Yeah, <laughs> you man, know? So it's like, man, that's so goddamn trash. No, you're not all trash. And you know why? Because I don't believe that. Because there is this syncrasy that makes us tick because of you. Mm-hmm. And so there's not an uh, there is some elements that could be adapted in the male we'll call it their their social cues mm-hmm. and mannerisms and the way that they just outline their their day to days. The book of masculinity is a goddamn lie. Yeah, it doesn't work. No, it never worked. No, only it only caused pain and hardship because we were not allowed to be emotional, to be sensitive, to mm-hmm. be humans. We're fucking human beings. Like, right. we go through all those shit, you know. I think men are finally getting more comfortable with being themselves and having, owning their mental issues. What the, that me, oh, that was me. You know, owning their mental issues and everything else. And it's taking time to be comfortable with that. But, like, you know, I feel bad for the generation of men before now that had to be this monolithic, stern, uncompensating, this painful human being going through these struggles and all the women and children that were broken because of it. You sure. know what I'm saying? Like now, guys are more open to be whatever they want to be. Sure. And they still fighting that masculinity um, label or what what is a real man. Like, it, what what is a real man? Huh? What is that? You can't wash your own clothes. How is right. that a real man? Well, and same thing too. What is a real woman? I don't yeah. think that we should have this formed opinion of it. Like, some women, why are we gender identified as pink? 
I don't even like pink. I, I want nothing to do with what pink is, right? Like, I, I don't assimilate to that. I love blue. Does that make me masculine now? But that's how, if you look in society, you got a pink ribbon or a blue ribbon, who's it go to? Right? Mm -hmm. So I, I just look at the, all the different gender cues that we struggle with mm -hmm. and that it needs to be looked at. We're at this point in our society and in our development as human beings to evolve past this. Like things, I, I hate to say it, but when the white hairs are gone that have kind of guided the, where our societal guidelines have been for the last 50, 60, 100 years, mm -hmm. even further beyond that. We are at this crossroads of we've lost some of this like mortality, this moral compass, but yet that's because everybody's trying to hard define and we can't cross lines, but yet we shouldn't have lines anymore. We should be figuring out what the process is for the equality that comes across the board for all of it. And we don't have the typical respect. Back in the day, at least people had respect for each other. And I think that's one of the biggest common things that I find is the loss mm -hmm. in trying to figure all of ourselves out now. It, I, you know, I, I think about it a lot too. Like we don't always get the time to. What's up, uh, Brim? Brim's the old dog. It takes time to get to know yourself. You know, you're born to individuals that know who they are, and like they, they set these set of expectations on you. You don't get a chance to grow into yourself. You right. Know, doing a job or becoming somebody you don't want to be. Like you know, people come for Andrew Luck because he chose to retire because he got you know like I'm tired of hating my life. Right. Like, I'm 29. I made my money, but you guys are thinking about yourselves, not my humanity. Right. And we get away from that. And you know, like, everyone isn't allowed to live life and develop because mm -hmm. like 18 grown. No, you're not. No, it's. I'm not, not grown at 30. I'm 34 and still trying to figure shit out. Oh. Still parts of me I can't quite figure it out. But I won't keep going. That. Go back to him now. That's it. Okay, let me finish my thought. We're going to get uh -huh. back on you, yes. since you since you want some of this smoke. Uh -huh. They call me Mr. Chimney. Um, you know, like, I think for me, I was never, you know, I, the lack of, I guess, uncles and male figures and being around my aunts and mom allowed me to grow up at my own pace. Sure. I wasn't forced to be, oh, because you're a big guy, you play football. Well, well mom's like, no, well, you do what you want to do. I'm like, I wasn't there. So I was right. able to you know, fall into myself. And then even when I came an adult, I was never forced to be somebody I wasn't sure. ready to be. So I had to take time and this is stupid. That's a bad idea. It wasn't there. Like I was able to just live and say, oh, I, I wasn't sure what I was here to do, what my purpose was when I found it, being unemployed and just I was like, well, I'm woke. I'm going to make the best. and God's good. I'm grateful. I'm alive. And, you know, Cecil hit me up and now we're doing the podcast thing. And we come up, come up on a year in November and um, within that time, he owns a bar now and, right. you know, going through what he's going through. And we just wholly grown and people are liking it. And we haven't even put no real money in the market in our promotion. We just put our content and let it let it fly. And, you know, it came to getting your energy right. Mm -hmm. You know, it all starts between your ears. And then you get your soul together. Then your body falls in line. And here we are. And you just trust the timeline of your life. And that's perfect. God's plan is better than your plan oh. every time. And you, we lose ourselves in that. I, I lose myself sometimes by trying to go back and take control. Mm -hmm. I get ahead of myself. And when I sit back and look at it, I mean, you say you've been doing the podcast for a year. I launched my own podcast a year ago. And now I look at I'm on a public national platform speaking across the country. Yeah. And I've got a book coming out in next year. And I'm sitting here going, I, I never even envisioned that. Mm -hmm. But here it is. 
And because I was able to just go with the program and not rush anything and not push anything, but just let things evolve. And things have changed dramatically mm-hmm. since we started that. Like there's you gotta different. Be being un- you gotta be comfortable being uncomfortable. Uh, and it's tough. Yeah. There's uh, like I my biggest advice sometimes is when people come at me and they're like, "Oh, you got it all together." I'm like, "Oh, look, <laughs> bitch, you have no idea." Oh shoot! <laughs> like if you only knew yesterday, my my temper tantrum. Like I was ready to phone it in yeah. and. I can't tell you how often throughout my career and since I've really launched being an entrepreneur about Mm -hmm. eight years ago and then I kind of went full steam about three years ago and took off the training wheels and all the real financial support that I had that Mm -hmm. was just me Mm -hmm. and I went... I have tried to phone it in so many different times, and I've been so close, you know, because I'll see that rock bottom or things just aren't going right or everything falls to the wayside, but it's always made way for a bigger, more natural plan, and I couldn't be more happier and fulfilled, and I have to remind myself that no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. I have been built by some amazing support systems around me, by the hard work, life lessons of myself, Fucking experiences I can't even begin to dive into because we don't have enough time because Sean's got to leave. He's got that. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. He's got that BBQ up. Yeah, yeah, he's queen, heating uh, up the grill. He's heating up the grill as we speak. That's what we make phones for. Yeah, but, but, but real life, I mean, I look at it as I know Sean has known me a long time. And I mean, you have to, you have to give some maybe perspective on this and I'll let you weigh in. I'm sure you've seen a huge evolution since I first met you knocking on the door 18 at the club. Look at my fake ID. No, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I was always 21 when I met Sean. Yeah, but you guys were a different stage. You you hung with a, a crew of girls that were the it factor of St. Louis mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. on all platforms. But you guys were just cool with me so I didn't have to worry about it because I knew where I stood with all of you and some guys are too busy trying to hit or Mm -hmm. trying to have that trophy Mm -hmm. I didn't care about none of that I'm like you know what I'm working on my own promotions and marketing stuff these females fit what I'm trying to do I knew you guys knew how to work them in Mm -hmm. make things happen you guys were just that factor so for me it was easy it was no brainer I didn't mess around the cookie jar I just let it roll (laughs) you know your friends that came around trying to Get them, they fit in. That's a different story, but yeah. as far as the main crew, yeah, you know, to this day, you guys are all still good friends of mine. Yeah. So this it is makes true. a difference. But to see you grow, but I've also watched you hit that road. Like, oh shit! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you went backwards. You went forwards. Boom! And all of a sudden, you got hit by a brick wall. Yes, you fell backwards. Had to regather yourself, and then you came back completely stronger. And that's hard to do. When you get knocked down, it's hard to get back up. Yeah, you know, but some people don't understand that. You know, that's where we find out who you are. Those breakdowns are what make the breakthrough worth it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am not paralyzed by fear. I was for a very brief moment in my life, and it took me a minute, and that was because I did not know who I was or where I was going. And I found that rhythm, and it's picked up speed and momentum, and I I don't know how my heart isn't beating out of my chest some days, but I have definitely found that. The joy always outweighs the fear, no matter what we're, no matter what it is in life, and that if the opportunity is presenting itself, I'm not going to be afraid to explore it. And a lot of people are because that that warrants change. And this comes back to relationships. This yeah. comes down to business. This comes back to how we deal with our family and our friends. You cannot be afraid of what you could lose. That's true. And because nothing in life is guaranteed except for what you've got living and breathing right now, and mm-hmm. that. 
that is what I had to keep reminding myself is that the things that were meant to be here will always be here. And I can tell you my solid crew has never left my side. And I'm blessed. I have some great things that come into my life. And I've had some great new bonds and things that are growing me still to this day. But my core is true. And they've never left me during. When the dust has always settled, they were still standing there with me. And I've, I'm grateful because not a lot of people get to say that. But even still, I've lost a lot of people and those fires that I built, I built them. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I, I am my own worst enemy yeah. sometimes, and I have created some bullshit, let me tell you. <laughs> but I, I know that, and I'm aware of it, and I can't, I can't take away or erase it, but it's built me to know that I want to always be better because of that and mm-hmm. because of the people I lose or that I've hurt or whatever it was on this path and journey. I look at it as I want to be better for them, not just myself. But yeah. you always kept that. And it was bigger than you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, go ahead, Sean. The one thing you, you can definitely say about that is you've definitely kept your positive energy and vision on where you were going. Mm-hmm. You may, and it may not have been clear, but you knew it was there, but how did you get there? Yeah. And I've, I've been down that, that road many a times, and I've lost my behind four or five times. Sure. And I had to pick myself back up. I lost some I'm good able- friends out of it. I've gained some good friends out of it. Same. I rebuilt old friendships. And... You know, your real support cast will always be there. Of course. You know, and, and some people are like, oh, I want to be around you for these reasons. They may not say it, but you know what they're there for. Right. You know, it's like when we popped up at a hockey game, it was amazing. People were just sitting there going, oh, what's up with that? <laughs> it's an old friend of mine. What, right. what do you mean? Oh, how long you I been? Mean, we, we know what it is, guys. Oh, I mean, no. I mean, you see me pop some hot. You better question. You know, we know. You, you, you won't know, but you might be. Hey, no. No, but keep no. around me if you worth something oh, being around. But on a serious note, we check it out, though. All my female friends that are really deep with me, mm-hmm. they all know about Everything. what's in my life right now. Yeah. And I told my my friend, I go, you can text any of them or message of them course. on Facebook. Without me knowing about it, I'm not worried about it because you yeah. know what? I know what I've been put out there. Yeah, of course you can. You know, and all my female friends are like, they're excited. They're like, oh, wow. I mean, I've gotten more positive out of the situation that I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, that's because the real people that have watched you, we, we've we all watched you in life. I mean, I know about the, I, we've, we've talked extensively for years and I've known, I know your history, you know mine, we've, we've been each other's support, we've been good friends and obviously like it's nice to come back and know that we always have that, but I'm just happy to see you like this. Like, I can honestly say when I first heard about it and you were first telling me, I, I was like, oh, what? And at the same token, I was so happy because I could just see the joy in you. And that's a change because normally it's like uh, you're not certain. And I like that for the moment of where you're at right now, you can say with just clarity oh. of where you're at. Conviction. He's got mm-hmm. conviction to him, and I like it. I like seeing you like peace. this. He looks yeah. peaceful. Yes. I wasn't expecting it. You know, so the best things happen unexpectedly. Totally oh. caught off guard. I was completely like, what the hell That's going not true, because sometimes walls pop out of nowhere, and I knock myself <laughs> out or stub my toes, so not I mean, always the best unexpected, n- but... Nothing's a done deal, but the direction it's going is like, is this really happening? Enjoy it. And, and every day I'm like, this is impossible. And you should never... Co- I never consider anything a done deal, because that's no. not life. Life, no. life is not going to let you have anything that's a done deal. No, and if not. I've learned anything about God's plan... He's just up there going, 
None of this is I like certain. I'd say she's up there going. That's oh, you like the she? God's a, God's a woman. Let's see. Okay. I don't that whole that whole male guy thing. I don't, I'm not, I don't buy it. I don't do it. There's gonna be bumps and roads. You know that. My, mine is just some universal being, and I don't know what they're doing, but I'm like, look, right. I love your energy. Keep mm-hmm. bringing it my way. And when things go wrong, I look I look at what I'm doing and say, what am I trying to force? Because I'm working against what's built for me. Yeah. And that's that's when I know. So don't, don't, I, I, my only advice to you in all of this is don't worry about it being a certainty. Just worry about being the certain thing for you in the moment of where you're, what is building on who you are and your happiness. That's, that's my two cents. You know, but I know you, you'll do that, Mr. Positive 314. It's, it's just, it's just weird because you know I you know fresh ice you know, look a little I, I put it straight up I put I tell you straight up I was definitely like negative about all that we know you were I was totally like okay whatever women women are demons so I was like oh, whatever. I mean not uh, demons but you know we aren't nice I'm talking about when it comes to <laughs> them getting, when it comes to them getting to know who you are like hanging out and being social that's one thing that's easy yeah, that is. that's the fun part of it you know go kick it okay you go in your way go my way great time thanks for that boom cool with that but when you start getting to try to know who I am or what I am and what I've been through I'm like you know what roadblock that's yeah. too much but this vulnerability. Talk, now you're talking vulnerability but yes. now this time is but different behind is, the wall yeah it's like okay hey I'm not letting you in, but it feels good when you get that text in the morning, like, hey, have a good day, and, you know, good luck with what you got going on. Good morning, King. Oh, my baby said good morning, King. Good morning, Queen. How you doing? So, what are you, BBK, then? What is that? No, nothing like that. (laughs) I'm just trying to get my acronyms right, ladies and gentlemen, so when I hashtag it later and tag Big Sean over here, I want to know. I got to clear it up for our audience. What's your nickname? What does she call you? Nothing. Oh, I'm a I'm a messenger I now. Believe, I don't believe you. Sean. I don't believe it either. Cause <laughs> Not, these no, two. I know. I, I don't know a lot. But I know a little. But I know that's a damn lie. Oh, she she, she got something she calls you oh, that's yeah. very unique to you. No, she doesn't. Go okay, well, we gonna have to get you something. Does she know? Does she, does she know that she, she's barbecue? Oh, she knows. BBQ. Oh, I say barbecue. <laughs> it's on her. <laughs> it's, it's on her page, and I put it on there. Oh. Oh. Oh, one day I'm gonna wow. keep me somebody put in public. I don't know when it'll happen. No, it's not that serious, but it's working. I like it. It's it's peace, man. Like it takes work. Peace. You know, it's um when you get a chance to figure yourself out and things come to a a close and um let people in. I think uh for me, this this is the problem I'm having right now. So my problem is. You're trying to hit it too quick. First off, can I t- can I speak to myself? You want to tell my story? <laughs> I mean, can I can I can I can I be vulnerable to to you yes. and the audience? No, you... Marcus, lay it on us. We got See, this you. Is why it's hard to have friends because people like Sean don't let me. Uh-huh. Really, that's the old me. I'm trying to I'm trying to have a breakthrough that I broke them through a couple of days ago. Okay, let's so hear. This it. Is my, this is my hold up. Let's hear this. I deserve an omelet. Okay, that's a good woman. Uh, a queen, you know what? What, what flavor we is? She is. We still have a work in progress. Okay, but I'm co- too concerned with breaking the eggs to get there. Interesting. So you know, I could be upfront. I could be honest, but I'm still at some some way breaking the egg, being the woman that I have to break to get to an omelet. You're scared. 
I'm so, concerned and being compassionate to how many women I got to go through and have these these back and forth. See, that's your I, I see it. But it's not go through. I'm saying like the dating process is a process. It'll come to you. That's what I was just going to say. I think that's the, the biggest holdup that I see and hear in all of this. Because trust me, I, as I, I talk about it, I blog about it, I have laughed about it, and it is not a common secret. I'm My mothers, my aunties, my grandma, everyone was so worried. You know, you didn't have a boyfriend. When are you ever going to get married? You're so pretty, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't worry, women. I'm not hurting for dates. <laughs> my DMs is healthy. <laughs> yes. Every day they pop in. <laughs> Even when I'm seeing people, they're popping. Y'all need to learn some respect. I mean, I know I keep it mysterious, but come on. Now. If I, this, 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 isn't, this isn't Tinder. I didn't swipe right on you, okay? Like, leave me alone. This isn't a dating app. I'm not on any of them. So... Get I look at, but I look at it this way. The thing is, is that you so busy focused on trying to think you got to go out there and find it. That, that's the that's why you can't crack any of the eggs because those aren't the eggs that are meant for you. Because trust me, they're already boiled. The the ones that are waiting for you, you won't you won't even have that hesitation. You'll be ready to be in the kitchen to cook. Mm-hmm. And I assure you that it just comes to you just like the unexpected thing that we sat here and talked about. Your fear is. The thing that's holding you up is being distracted by thinking that you it to expect it. To expect that whatever you're going after and sinking is gonna I'm here, come to me now, yeah. I'm available. Oh, here come I am. Come to me now. I'm just gonna go sit at the bar. What did you say, Cecil's new spot? Colorado Bob Ship of Fools at three four five seven Morgan Four Road at six three one six on the south side. So Marcus is gonna be sitting on a bar still waiting for Miss Wright to come crack his eggs. Silhouettes. <laughs> On a perfect plane. You know, and, and, you know, that's a very good point. I think, um, I mean, I, I think I've had a lot of people that from the past come back and like, it's sort of, it's, Ooh, I got a note on that. Keep going. You know, and, and it's sort of nice. It's like, you know, like I, 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 I'll fake myself. Like I'm, I'm. Sometimes I need counsel or a coach to be like, hey. Reunited and it feels a times, so good. A couple of times. And a couple of them, like, it just wasn't. It's a test <laughs> of the universe. <laughs> Let me tell you, because those eggs have been spoiled for a long time, honey. Look. Are you speechless? If I had, I have let me exes. Enjoy, let me enjoy having her conversation. Yeah. Hater. 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 You over there. Look here, uh, Dr. Wesley. <laughs> he's he's late for a parade. So, you know, we got we to gotta make this time just no, right. I'm, I'm, teasing, I'm teasing. Real, I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'll fix that real quick. Oh. oh yes, that's, that, that's that cognac. That cognac oh. give you a different level of confidence. I see that. The cognac. You know what, girl? Look here, girl. Let me tell you let, let, let me I just know. dial it up. No. I'm telling you, uh, one of the things that I think is one of the neat experiences that I can honestly speak to, um, and I I know this because of the group of women that I assimilate with, and I'm very good friends with a lot of men as well, and I start to notice about the time the universe starts to bring all your trash back, we aren't recycling bins, honey, okay? (laughs) And I need everybody to remind themselves of that. I know that it is rare. Like, for Sean's case, he never dated from the past it was an encounter that never worked out. If you have dated these people, if you have had this intimacy or an experience from your past, this is the universe testing you, saying, test, test, one, two. Remember who the fuck you are, okay? Yeah. Because you outgrew this. Remember. Remember. Ooh, a wee moe. Anyway. You know, what's funny is this is fun because of this cigar shop at Grand Crew. 
They were like, oh, you're in the friend zone. You're in the friend zone. You don't know where the fuck I'm at. I used to live in the friend zone. This is the lesson I like. But I'm comfortable with it. But I'm comfortable with it. I'm thinking It's safe. Because you're not in my, yes, you're not in my uh, world. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you everything about me. But if you think I'm in the friend zone, that's cool. Yeah. You know, my platonic friends are my platonic friends. But I'm not going to put a female on blast to impress some guy. You know, you better check that goddamn phone. She just said no problem. Uh, uh, boy, Sean, Sean, some Sean did from Little Cognac. Boy, Sean went Jeez. from he went from uh, Martha King to Malcolm X real quick. Like, right, a couple, couple of that Cognac, like look here, girl. By any means necessary, she's still at work. Oh wow, <laughs> that that's why it's okay. Cause she a independent BBQ, she's and she out doing her thing. Level up, level up, level up, level up. She uh definitely independent. She's not taking nothing from me. I love it, and that's the best. She definitely uh she's a power woman. But back to let's get back to Marcus's epiphany over here, cause I like I like this this realization of your omelet. That's one thing. That's one thing too. That's 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 part of it. That I had to come to terms, how to explain it. So I was feeling this way. I'm like, what is holding me back from being my best self? You in front of women, right? You. What's in me you. that's holding me back? Oh. What is the wall? What are you? Are we? Are we is that right now? What is the challenge that's keeping <laughs> me from being the, my best version of myself? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 that. So I came to the good analogy, explained that being concerned about. Breaking the eggs to find my omelet right. I deserve. But also, like, I believe in, as a man, you're supposed to pro- pro- three Ps. Mm. Profess, provide, and protect. I like these things. So, the, my, my holdup for me is the providing part. And I'm, I'm really stuck on the thing. I know, even though I know better, I know it's not about that. I know it's bigger than that. I know if I can profess and protect, which is which is easy for me to do. Because I know how to do that. Like, I'm still... Like, can I provide for her like I want to? I'm still holding myself. I'm choosing to hold myself back because I'm not financially resource-wise in the place I want to be. Now I have all the reasons to explain why. Yeah, no. You don't have to dive down on Okay, so let's address this. So I'm going to put it very bluntly. I provide for myself. And it's very hard today to meet a man who is okay with that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm okay with... If they're doing other parts of my life, acts of service, time, mm. generating things What's for me. What's your love language? Oh, my love language is time. I am no, time. I'm, I'm, I'm touching time. I am acts of service, and I am maybe somewhere in touch. Words don't mean shit to me, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yes, yeah, I, I have heard it all. I have listened. I have heard the professions and the Talk. undying confessions. Talk is cheap. Yes, and it is bullshit. Y'all need to come with a new line and learn your own manuscripts. Need some more? What's that? It's another cognac. It's almost out. I'm good right now. Alright, because I'm going to that something. Oh, yeah. Oh. 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 Are you ner- you're nervous, aren't you? She hit that spot. I'm, I'm very comfortable. Hey, I think I think it's okay. I think we're getting a little soft into that vulnerability, and I like it. I I'm like seeing who this Marcus is unfolding before us. I think, though, if you look at it, going back to this whole where the provision of providing is, mm-hmm. it's modern day, Marcus. We just talked about that there's no set gender rule of what you need to do as a man to be in a relationship. And Lord knows, it doesn't matter what time schedule you're on. If it's there for you, it's going to be there. So the thing is, is that you can't hold yourself back because you're in this place where you don't feel confident to provide. I have lost a really great guy once because he didn't feel confident to be able to provide. He wasn't the man out of our relationship. The word was that was confidence. I have to disconnect my confidence to a financial thing. 
your finances do not define who you are. Correct. True. I'm the shit. So I'm broke true. as fuck. Right? I'm amazing. Look. Look, I, look at all this. I mean, I ain't got a goddamn dime. I'm telling. <laughs> and we drink it like we got it all. So cheers to that, boys. Let me tell you. The BBC. Look, BBC. But I'm telling you, as a woman sitting here on the opposite side who does take care of herself, can provide for herself, hasn't had a man provide, take care of, handle anything for almost the last 10, 11 years of her life. You go, girl. I'm telling you, I'm fully established three businesses later. And shampoo press, get hey. you out of my hey. hair. Okay. Hey, you better respect the goddamn it. Okay. Get on and get left behind. But I mean, I look at that and I work my ass off because I learned a long time ago that it, I didn't need the man to do that. That mm. I can, I'm powerful enough to do that myself. So if I want it, I'm going to go get it. And I've never limited myself to dating anyone because they weren't financially established. Trust me, I have dated some people that are definitely not financially established, like sleeping on their mama's couch kind of. Oh! But I ain't going to... Mama couch boys. I mean, he don't exist no more. I mean, not my reality, but... He, uh, I mean, when I look at these these examples, it's because I didn't care if they were parking cars or if they were running Wall Street. What I cared about is the respect that they gave me, mm-hmm. the loyalty and honesty that came, came with building out this relationship, and someone who was going to be a partner long-term that added to my life. Because I don't want for a lot. And I don't need to have anyone. But if I want someone that I can see a future with, it doesn't matter what they start with. Because if they are aligning with me, that means they've got the drive and the confidence to go wherever they need to, Mm -hmm. to build themselves financially or goals or whatever it is. So don't, don't you dare put that as your staple or crutch. You're using it as a crutch. Yes, I am. And that's a handicap. And look, you ain't got no ticket to go park somewhere special. Let me tell you, stop doing that in dating then. Because that is that is not today's society. Women don't care about that. If you can show them a good time, mm-hmm. if you can make them laugh, make them feel established, and you're going to be loyal and honest, mm-hmm. they don't give a shit. It makes a huge difference, trust me. Honesty is the thing that goes the furthest with us women because it's the hardest thing to find. For me, and that's why I look forward to having you on today well, and having Sean. Because I, I, you know, I've been, you know, like I said, I've been working a lot on Sularians podcast with me and Cecil, and haven't had a good time to really get into cognac. Because you know, I mean, we're producing three podcasts and sure. helping with the bar and blah blah blah. It, it takes time, and like this is my environment because this is mine. I and love I can it. Have people in, we can have conversations. I get all the shit out there. I don't always have time to have and this is this sanctum to have those conversations so i knew having you on and having sean here that we'd be able to hear a a, a impression or a perspective that maybe i overlook because i mm-hmm. can't think of everything all the time i can read a thousand books sure. and interaction but it's those women and men that have been through those those fires that I haven't haven't been through like sure. you know as, as much as i've been t- been through I haven't been through nothing like all my other friends because it just wasn't the my, it wasn't the hand I was dealt. Right, it's not your the journey. Hand I was dealt was this environment and meeting the right people to build this platform. Sure. To have this conversation and to have people, um, sir, 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 security. <laughs> Paparazzi <laughs> we, we snuck no, in here. TMZ. We ain't got okay. no security yet. We ain't got the budget for that. But to have though, because I, I was I was allowing myself to be 
Hell, back with any woman I, I've, hang, I've hung out with, hang out with, you don't have a bad time. You know, especially when I found my purpose, which is podcasting and, you know, wanting to build people up to and, and, and um, empower. I believe in sure. diversity, I believe in inclusion, I believe in optimism, I believe in all those things that make everyone great. Except for yourself. Except for myself. I take care of everybody else. I take care of everybody else but myself. In there. And I and see this is this is this is this is aunties and aunties and mamas around yeah. that let me be comfortable even having a conversation. Most men can't even have a conversation or articulate that vulnerability of sure. knowing that there is a wall in front of me that I choose not to knock down. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's easy to knock down. It's mm-hmm. right there. I can identify it. But what's keeping me looking at this wall like, ah man, other side. It's happy over there. Woo, it looks good, but man, I gotta knock this wall. It's, all, it's in my mind. You're paralyzed in fear, and joy is right here. And that wall that you're talking about is probably about as tall as that cell phone on the ground. That's it. It's, it ain't nothing but a step over. Mm-mm. That's it. It's easy, and I I know from my own personal demons and experiences of finding that that answer, that cure inside of that. Um, I I had all these inhibitions about who I was. That kept me from... Tr- so I wasn't being fair because I was still damaged. And damaged people hurt innocent people. Hurt people hurt people. And I've, I've done that. I w- people call me a man-eater, a heartbreaker, what you, you name it. Like, oh man, whoa, here she comes. But I, I've experienced it because I was never fully healed to the process to accept my own bullshit and say, you know what? Whoever is meant for me is going to love all of what it is. No matter how it's packaged... If I deliver it and I'm honest about it, if I'm transparent and authentic to who I've built, who I am today, and I own my shit, it might not be who I am anymore, but I own it. I own my past. I don't live in it. I own my present, and I can't guarantee my future. But a windshield's bigger than the review. Yeah. You gotta go forward. Yeah. You always have to be moving forward. That's how that's how life works. I, one of my favorite quotes is just, "Life is like a bicycle." You have to keep moving forward in any way in order to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, has spoke volumes my entire life. And the main reason is, is because it's the most true statement ever. We're not who, who we were five minutes ago. No. I just, you just laid some great analogies on us. We just opened up to you about some things. You started to step into some vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You've come to a deeper level to understand some things. We're understanding some things about ourselves and recognizing things that are brought to the surface right here and now, making us all greater in this greater good of sitting around and talking about how to help others, mm-hmm. how to help ourselves. And we, we lose sight because I'm much like you. I'm a giver. I My biggest mantra of my businesses are, I'm not successful unless you are. Mm-hmm. I, I'm for building people to reach their highest potential i fall in love with potential often and i'm often let down because my expectations are so grand for others but not everybody can deliver because they can't see it for themselves i've, I've, I've pedestal i've pedestal women all my life. I, I, I was kicking the friends on like i used to believe the whole like oh let's be friends first and then we see that that's not real that they're right. lying but it's just 2019 so of course they say that because a woman knows what she wants from you when she sees you yes she's gonna know if you're gonna be this, that, and the other on, on on purpose on the energy she gets from you. So when she chose, when she did that, let's be friends first because she never had any any interest with being with you from right. down the street. She knows that, but I allowed myself to allow that to be the conclusion of that. So I would spend years playing best friends, hearing about why she was this when I should have stood on that shit. Like, cool, you don't you don't see me the same way? No problem, keep moving. Right. But it took me to go through that two, three, four, five times and say, you know what? 
Right. I, I'm, I'm worth more than this. And it took up space, so it didn't allow you the other space for other opportunities. Exactly. And that's something that holds us all back. I think that's a door. I call that the door stopper, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because you can't fully open the door to get into the next room if you got something in the way. Yeah. And I have learned that, again, going back to our let it go, yeah. I, in all honesty, you cannot be afraid of what you can lose. Because if it means that it's going to bring you to something greater, because I can tell you this much, God, whatever being we look at in this, a little bit left in there, I'm not sure. in this, oh, in this okay. whole presentation of life, right? Like, oh, he, doesn't, he doesn't bring you to something without the guarantee that something's going to be greater. Like, you know, if you have to face the choice of letting go of something, that means that something better awaits in the horizon because that's the destiny that they talk about, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's my two cents as far as how I view it. If if I'm meant to let it go, then that means there's something better laying ahead. You have, there's two mindsets in life. There's a scarcity. Oh yes. Or abundance. And I'm in the abundance. You have yeah. Like I've I've got to the point, especially I mean, professionally and everything else outside of my own love life, I've gotten to that abundance type of mind state. But like I expressed, you know, what I'm saying I had to come to terms with not being held by held down by my own philosophies, which are still valid. You still want to be those three Ps. Right. But I have to re repurpose or rebrand what provide means. See, so. I have a question for you then. For sure, hit me. Because I know where mine stems from when I held myself back based off of you have your three Ps, I had my own, here's my list of what I was looking for, and I never felt good enough to receive love. Like, I didn't think I was worthy of love. I was made to feel that way for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So what, especially being raised by women and supported by love, sounding like that was your sounding board where is the divide for you what traumatic effect caused you to start to hold yourself in place of fear instead of moving past it i think what 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 tied me to being so so attached to the provide aspect of the three p's is probably just seeing what things what things other men had and the women they had access to so it wasn't nothing directly from my my immediate back it wasn't my immediate household that tied me to that thought it was once i got out of the household i'm watching men and women move being able to have access to beautiful women that i would be big brother to they would talk to me about these guys and so i have that conversation then i have this the guy conversation who is might not be that guy she's with but a guy just like him what he's doing like so she's with you even though she don't like you as a person you have things that allows you access to her you have confidence to approach her because you have things i was like wait i'm what and so i'm seeing i'm, I'm, I'm observing these interactions unknown to them and, and um making a, a decision from all i'm seeing these people do because i have so what, what makes me amazing oh, makes me amazing i like what makes me amazing what makes me is that i'm able to move between different cultures and circles seamlessly so i'm able to hang with sean you cecil you know up down the spectrum of nothing to everything and everything in between to see how everyone's moving in a very similar direction regardless of resources at their time like so his confidence comes from what he's do to get these things, and she's attracted to these things because he has the opportunity, but she's not happy with this person. Because they're not happy people. Exactly. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. So like, I'm looking at myself like, okay, I have a, I'm, I'm funny, great teeth, I'm da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? He's got those long- I, I, <laughs> check, check, <laughs> check. Let me check the mirror one more. Yep, check. 
I'm my biggest fan. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, shit. I got a great fucking circle. Blah, my mama blah, loves like, me. Why, what, what is holding me back from having the women that I want or if I deserve, why want I even shoot the shot? I've been... Because you're comparing you know, your lane to someone else's. And, and also, I think another thing, not only what you're saying is accurate, it was like, with being raised in a house full of women, a lack of aggression, I wasn't... I didn't grow up around. Men are aggressive by socialization, not by being a human being. So, right. you socialize. Because men hang around, we're competing, and we adding up points. Like, I wasn't raised in a household, so when I'm around women... I'm chill. I'm, I'm, I don't make that assertion like I'm into you. I don't mm-hmm. say the words. I give you the interest where you're, you're expecting to me to be a, a, a aggressive towards you and, and defining clearly my intentions. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand the value of that because I didn't have guys around me teaching me either through osmosis or directly indirectly of that if you want somebody let her know and she responds to that right i would be like oh i'm gonna chill back and she maybe she'll come no that's not how the game is built the game is built on men being aggressive to women as a whole and like you don't always win but you that that habit is formed and then it took me to understand like okay i have to i'm, I'm a great friend i communicate well i can articulate i can da 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 but you have to also make a stand as I want you to be my this. Mm-hmm. I have to be comfortable in saying those words and letting the results be what they are. Right. And that part I didn't learn or I didn't um, absorb into my mannerisms because I wasn't. I didn't have men around me that was doing that. So while all I was seeing was women being receivers of that type of behavior. So I incorporated that into myself to where by the time I got into the world, I'm like, oh, I'm not winning. Not because I'm not qualified. I'm, I'm overqualified for a lot of these motherfucking ducks that I choose to let be what they are back then. I'm way too cool. I'm a big guy. But my drip is amazing. I'm a dope fucking person. But I didn't, I, I didn't have the hunger or I didn't understand the value of a woman's expecting you to say, hey, I like you are beautiful. What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, oh, I'm chilling. I'm, I, 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 I didn't, I was, a, I didn't have that comfort or confidence to say, "Girl, the eyes on you is something else." But it's funny, even though, even <laughs> that's it. And like, you're like, oh, women, I want to smile and be like, I can do this shit like that. That's me. That's easy. That's, that's, wake up, mm, funny, right? <laughs> well, but that's one of the biggest driving forces that drive all women for attraction is being funny. That's exactly. Trust me, that's half the saving grace for the guy I see and all day. Well, you know. Thinking about that, the man that you do see. Oh boy! No, we're going there. Oh, oh he got that cognac in him. He you know that shit because you know I know him. <clears throat> and I watched you guys interact last week, and he's just chill. I mean, he walked. He's like he didn't even worry about who I was or what I was. Mm-mm. He was just chill. I shot, but when they interact, you could tell like he is her balance. Mm-hmm. Away from everything else, they just they correlate together just like smooth water. You know, he's not one of those dudes like, oh, who's that? How you know him? You know, just, and yeah. and yeah. I've been with plenty of those guys. And All red flags. Oh yeah, you know, most men are most men are like that. Yes, they're insecure. Yeah, but I I have a good story to go back on even. Even that moment, because I think this will help you, Mark. Let me cut that story. Hold that story. Yes. I must say one thing. As you say, like your mom and your BBQ that you have now, like for me, women, the most women I feel most comfortable with is women that are, I mean, I'm clearly outrageous. Well, and I will go. 
That's amazing. And my mom, you know, like, the kind of woman that she is, she would call in her shit. So women that I usually are most fond with, women that make me shut the fuck up, because I know she oh, would, she she would, would, she would check that right. out. She will check as much me. as I hate it, I love it, because that's what I, that's what I like. And this is perfect, because I'm going to tell you right like now. Beast. Look. I'm not. I'm gonna just dive down this path of he knows him. I, under no circumstance, thought that I was going to date him. When he came up to me, very hammered about it a year ago, and said, "Oh my God, your eyes are gorgeous," and he was being funny, and I, he was serious but funny, and I think it's funny you use that line. And I, I, my girlfriends were like, get out of here. And I was like, oh, that's very sweet of you, whatever, whatever. Never never thought a word of it. Months pass. We run into each other. All it was was, hey, da-da-da-da-da, you're so-and-so. Oh, yeah, I called him the wrong name. I don't even remember. Like, I just remember him having this good energy about him. He was very nice and polite. And when he walked away, after just having a little small talk, my friends were like, what the fuck was that? I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, you? What is what is with you? And I was like, nothing. And I can I can assure you on a lot of levels. So he was raised by a single parent. His brother is gay. He's very he has feminine qualities about him that I, I like. I won't call him feminine, but we'll call it metro or whatever the Yeah, human quality. He's being a human he's a yeah. human being. He has confidence and in his, his he's balance. He's hilarious. And I didn't even think by the time I finally got asked out on this first date, I kind of played it cold for a minute because I was like, there's no way. Like, I'm, he's so different from what I go for in every aspect of my life that I went, there's no way this is going to be great. I didn't even try. This man, since that first date, I ha- we've been inseparable. Mm-hmm. And he is, we, he's my best friend. Mm-hmm. He makes me laugh. We have, we literally fall down and roll around on the ground laughing. I, I think about just of our, our some, some of our funny things, and he is the least cocky. He lets me be, one of my favorite things that I always tell people mm-hmm. is when we're out together, he will go do his thing. He lets me go do mine because he knows there's not one iota in me that isn't going to go back to him and vice versa. You can't worry about that shit. I can't and, worry about what you're going to do. That's a wonderful feeling. You're going to do what you want to do regardless. It's, yeah. It is the most... I'm re- not used to that. I'm, re- I'm relaxed when I go yeah. out. My girlfriends, when we had this big lake party and we called adult weekend, etc. And my best friend said, I don't think I've seen you this relaxed in years. And the main reason is because you were always poised waiting for somebody to be jealous or somebody to start a fight or somebody to be insecure or come at you or you have to babysit. And instead, you both just had fun. And she's like, "Yeah, he's a lot. He's extreme. He is he is the tens, right? Like he can be all out and all, too much. He's a close talker. He gets he enjoys life, but he wants everybody to feel that, right? Mm-hmm. And I think about it. I'm always just like, motherfucker, sound like me. I thought this is this motherfucker. This sounds like me, right? Uh, but that's my whole perspective. That's uh, you would love him. He's a good man, good and people. he's he is good people, and good he energy. he. My favorite thing is is he knows that I'm. As he calls it, I'm a smoke show and I'm a boss bitch. And he mm-hmm. tells me all the time, you do your thing and I'm proud of you and I support you and I ain't getting in your way. And he's like, we're both type A, we're both very stubborn, but he concedes more than I have to. Horoscope? I'm a Gemini. I'm a Capricorn. Oh, you got that ram. <laughs> no, I'm a seagull. It's not oh. sexy. It's, not, oh, it's, I mean, it's a seagull. 
So you're like I'm a fighting, seahorse? So I'm you Jesus, man. Oh. I'm December 23rd. Oh my goodness. So don't even get to me about my birthday. You don't want to know mine. It's okay. I'm like all the... I am like all the... I'm June 20th, and I was born the day before the summer solstice, uh, so yeah, I'm like are. all oh, the shit. you fucked up, too. That's cool. Yeah. I'm fucked up, too. I like know. I, was, I get it. I'm a little Sagittarius, a little Capricorn, but like I can't enjoy my birthday because I can't be like Jesus. I'm 25th. So yeah. So like, people be out of town and shit. Like, it's tough. Like, you know. But I am... <laughs> tough. Two thirds. I'm probably 70... Well, 75% Capricorn, 25% Sagittarius, so... I don't know what the hell I am. I'm just I. But Jim you guys are nuts because you have both. You have the nice. Oh yeah. Oh, I. Know, I'm even keel. Polar in a good way. Yes, I. I really can be like this. This boss bitch on the side, and then I am this gypsy when I want to be. But yeah. you cross either one of them, and it's oh, like I'll take, I'll take a life in a heartbeat. Yeah, but I, want, I mean, I'm here to I'm here to love and help, but I will yes. take your life and I lose no sleep. But my my whole factor of going back to this is is that. For all the ways that I didn't think that this would ever come to fruition, because he is a total polar opposite from what I would have ever picked for myself on the surface. Mm -hmm. He is the greatest thing that has come into my life from an abundant standpoint, and he's teaching me every day how to compromise and communicate and be even more vulnerable and talk about things that I have never let people on the other side of. Mm -hmm. And... I'm telling hey, Daddy you, Sean. Can- I only you to watch my cup. Yeah, I'm, I'm drinking vodka now. I started with cognac. Now I'm going to a vodka, <laughs> and I have tequila shots. Yes, you only know the illegal drugs I'm on right now, Sean. Well, I was going to invite you. I was going to invite you down to the little spot I'm going I got, to. I got volleyball. Oh. I got volleyball tonight. You got volleyball. I got volleyball. Oh. You know, I'm poor. May we may 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 we pop by later, oh. but. I was gonna invite you down. You make me sad because my phone is dry. Anybody pop in on come see y'all? My phone is dry as fuck. Like my phone is dry. I can't call nothing up. Oh, hell. That's not good. I'm sorry. I mean, you need to manifest this, man. You're an abundance mindset. I, I manifest yeah. everything you see in front of me. I'm scared to manifest the woman I want. Okay, okay. then mm. you need to put her down on paper first. And I'm not talking, I am telling you, identify the things that are the most important. Write a list, revisit that list as you change. I used to put looks and thoughts and certain things that were like deal breakers, and it's all bullshit. And I look at it as some of these things are some of the easiest stuff to overcome. So I I would remove those over time and realize what was so much more important as I've gotten older, as I've watched people that I admire in relationships that I respect. And then I listened to all my single friends and I sat here and I was like, the greatest thing that I need to work on now is I know I can be successful in so many other arenas of my life, but a relationship is the one area that I don't know. And I have struggled for a long time being single. I've struggled trying to find that balance to be vulnerable and let somebody in. Mm-hmm. And I'm finally getting to a place where I am putting myself all in. And I didn't know that I could do that. It's scary. And it's, it is terrifying. I don't have a B-list to call anymore. I don't keep things ro- rolling in my DMs you gotta, on the you gotta side. Burn, you, gotta burn, you gotta burn the ships. And I did. Victory or die. It's the most freeing, happy place I've Damn. been because we we have had. Don't get me wrong. We disagree. Oh, you do we? To. And and we don't. The thing. The biggest difference to me is I loved how you said fighting. Him and I do not argue. Like we don't scream. We don't bring out this toxicity. Trust me, I've seen that. I have had some crazy. Communicate in a way that's effective. We might we might have this weird bicker, and that's when we know something's wrong, right? Mm -hmm. When we are at each other's kind of like, it's slow down. 
what the fuck? Like, take a step back. What, what, what happened in your day? What's going on? Where is this coming from? He did the most healthy thing one night. He said something that I kind of set myself up for. And I wasn't expecting, and he came across the table, because I shut down. I was ready. I was like, take me home. I'm done. He comes over, and he's like, why are you shutting down? Why are you doing this? Do you know where this comes from? Because if so, let's talk about it. And I was like, I was a little too red still to like be able to, to breathe it into light. But once I had a chance to step down and take a, take a breath, I was able to totally tell him. And I've never felt safe being able to do that. It's not easy. No, it's uh. not. And I mean... <laughs> I appreciate so much that you say watching us like that because it, it's oh. it's how we feel about each other. And I think that it's, it's the most freeing thing I've had to know that I could be with someone and still be me and not be put in a box. I've, seen you for, I've known you for years and I saw that and I was like, and I was busy at work, you know that. But right. Was, you know, I made my passes through. I'm like, damn, she's never been like that. Mm-mm. You know, it's hard to be like that, you know. Well, my situation, listening to you two has probably been the best thing for this cast for me because I see a lot that you guys are talking about, a lot of things that I've actually experienced or going through or thought about or whatever. But to find yourself takes a lot. Mm-hmm. And when you bring someone else into the picture, you got to still be yourself. Let the other person become your equal. Mm-hmm. And let them bring out the rest in you naturally. Right. Don't look for them to bring it out of you. Just let this happen. And, and the same on the other side. And without trying to control them into yeah. your world, too. That's, I would never, I tell him all the time, the one thing I don't want to do is change you. I might, yeah. I might not like things that you do. And I'll tough. voice it. I won't ever try to tell you what you can and can't do. I just want you to do what you do out of respect for me and us. And as long as it stays to that side of things, we will never worry about where our future lies. And mm-hmm. But if you want to do things that are based out of that, it will ruin us. And I've seen that because that's where I go in this. And I, I think it's nice to hear Sean say that because I think your whole point of your podcast in general and what you guys are doing with all of this really shows that we all, at all stages of our life, go through these these places of fear mm-hmm. of being vulnerable and it's more more realistic today than ever and we hold ourselves back and i think that's the biggest challenge that we're all finding and it's nice to know that we're a community of people who don't know how to do it and that's okay mm-hmm. like it's okay to not know and to learn from others and just make it our own experience as well. And I, I appreciate that you highlighted on that because I feel the same. I'm sitting here listening and reliving some moments going, man, been there, done that, also understand it. And also hearing some new things like, wow, that's a huge epiphany for you. Or it's nice to see you in this place of where you can just slow down and recognize each step you're taking too. And it's hard, you know, because each one isn't wrong or right. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of how you work it into your life and where it drives you from there. Yeah, you know, and I think, and I think the biggest thing, like I say, you know, people come in life for a season, reason, a lifetime mm-hmm. to understand who's here for what and be okay. Like I live an open door policy. Like I don't want no one to be here that's not happy. I'm working progress. You know, what I'm saying like I've I've let a lot of great women go because I wasn't ready to have them because I didn't know what to. I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't. I, I didn't know. Right. I know what I know, but I know I don't know everything. So I keep trying to evolve to be 
a better person and figure shit out. And like, you know, that vulnerability thing, I thought I had it figured out and I don't. And it comes down to like, I have to come over these, those small walls that I've put in place to keep me in where I'm at. But like, this is what the joy of having the platforms, like meet people to sort of articulate the things I can't comprehend, this lack of experience and opportunity and blah, blah, blah. And going forward, because like it, it does mean something. Sometimes you know, you, you know, like, I was wondering, like, am, am I, am I limiting myself because I have this thing of women that I find amazingly attractive? But would I shoot that shot because I do I, do I feel I don't deserve her when I know I do? And what's holding that back? So I can articulate the question, but I can't also answer it because I have to throw it out there and get responses back and right. and understand know how to filter those. And comprehend it to art to encompass it to evolve me and you can't let it shut you down yeah it, it hasn't it hasn't stopped me it hasn't stopped me it but you know i have to know how to address it so this allows me to bring people on like right. yourself and all big sean to help me address those sure. things that maybe i don't always have the opportunity to have a conversation because I'm not because you know I, I enjoy going to therapy and have those conversations you know i don't have none of the Tra- the, the tragedy that a lot of people go through right and that's a blessing sure you know what i'm saying like i'm able to be at 34 black in america and say i haven't been through a lot of things that most black men go through right and live the life and have the friends that i have and be in a position to be that i'm in and still have a positive optimistic outlook like i want to do like one of the shirts we have is called i want to sell dope i mean diversity optimism progress and empowerment i love it that's what I believe in. That's, that's the mission statement of, of what we're doing. And we want to bring people up on that same level and do dope stuff. It's just like, but I, I can only go so far by myself. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I have to come to the, I have to come to the, oh shit, I'm fuck up the, fuck up the money. I'm turning. You know, I have to, um, come to the realization. Like I can, I, you know, I need, I need to be, vulnerable and open to the woman to help me get to the next level mm-hmm. like I've, I've come as far as i can go by myself right and i have to get over this hurdle to not be so consumed and focus on the eggs or or the being able to provide financially to i have every I have all the all the things of confidence that i could ask for from being funny and charismatic and da 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 you know, I, I wear a lot of t-shirts and shorts, but like I can, if I gotta get spiffy, <laughs> give I it, clean up very well. I, I mean, are you talking like Big Sean spiffy over here? Because you, this is the big boy shirt. That this is, is adulting I'm to not, the I'm nines. Not, I'm not to the Samuel Jackson hats yet, quite yet. I said I'm rocking this young guy shit, these dreads. But if this shit goes left, I'm a baldy away from having a whole this bald head. I'm okay with that. My this head is round. Right. My mama gave me that soft front. I'm, I'm rounded. <laughs> Patience and time. Just let it come to you. Yeah. I, you know, and I have, and we in a great situation doing dope shit. And like, that's why I love having Cognac Corner and have, especially having women on because you can give me the conversation and the perspective that I need to hear and I can sort of hold on to and we can have the conversations off mic, off off air and keep having the relationship because once you have friends, you have no problems. Right. And you have to be, like I say, you know, you got to know who's here for a season, reason, lifetime, and always be open to keep going. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, everyone doesn't always vibe with you going forward, but you got to be okay with letting people go and just moving past it. it. It's a tough lesson, but the weight of carrying the things that don't belong to us anymore after they've expired and their reason or season with us mm-hmm. is more deadly to keeping us positioned in fear because it sabotages our growth and our destiny. And 
I look to you and think, what if you are the omelet and they're just the cheese and the toppings? Oh, I ain't have, damn, she had some, some toppings to it. I didn't even have no toppings. Well, you said you had everything ready on the counter. I was thinking you were chopping up some, maybe some peppers, yeah. throwing in some onion. See, I, I, I don't can't, know. I can't, I can't cook. So, I, you know, I was, mm, I can. So you use it as an analogy of making an omelet. Right. That might be your first problem. Maybe you don't even need eggs. Maybe I, you don't even need to go to the grocery okay, store. I'm going to say, yeah, I can't cook. I'm going to learn how to cook. Okay. And cause my mom's an amazing cook, That's, and she allowed like me. She allowed me in the kitchen, so I wash some dishes. I'm gonna hold you accountable to this. Next time we come out here, I need an omelet. Well, just, I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna. Uh, he's gonna make you one. I'm not. <laughs> I don't is, cook. This is phase one of this. <clears throat> I, I don't cook. I eat, ladies. I, I this eat. is phase one. I, you hear me? One of the things to a man's heart is their stomach. Uh, my mama and grandmama taught me well. I'm Italian, mm. and I throw it down in the kitchen. All right. That's one of the reasons why I think he stays with me. He took a picture and sent it to his mom and said, look at what she made for me. This is the thing. My mom, like, mm. cooking is important, but, like, that's not the thing that's going to win. That's not, she's not going to win me through with cooking. Because I'm, I'm easy to please with you food. Got, you like, got to have, eat... have all the things that go with mm. it. And just knowing that they did that for you makes it that much more important. I just want her to grow with me. Yeah. Like, if you have to grow in the same direction. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I think the hardest, like I said, the hardest part for me, if I get, once I get past, I'm going to get past these hurdles that I've created. I like so, it. I'm, I'm going to get past this whole providing thing. We get past, so I don't know if I'm going to get past it. And I'm going to be a viable partner. some Someone amazing. And we That's deserve amazing. Each other. And we're going to grow in the same direction because I'm, I am. We're going to get you out of here, Sean. I know, I know, I know, I know she's waiting. I know. We're going to get you out of here. The bathroom. Oh, well, oh. you could have you dropped drop the, the headphones and go pee. I pee all the time on, on the camera. I, I, could, I go to the bathroom. It's right, right across the hall. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Um, The thing is, like, I don't know what my point was now. You were going to move past all of these I'm things I'm a, I'm a, to be the I'm best a, you, exactly. you can be when you are confronted with the opportunity of being the right. best with somebody else. I can't be afraid of pulling the trigger on someone yeah. I am attracted to. And, like, what's the worst you can say is, no, nah, it's cool. Every every no is is one step into the next yes. Yeah, the, the toilet the toilet seat don't stay up very well. You got might have to hold it. <laughs> this is the BBC, the BBC Communications. We are work in progress with the facilities of uh, the bathroom. There's no budget for this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we're gonna get sponsors in here pronto, though. We're we gonna find eventually. We on the way. Okay. <laughs> we got a very good. We got a very good product right here. We. we <laughs> We got this. We got this. But I I do think that that's, that's the right objective. I think that you're on the right path. And just remember that whoever you meet might also be the work in progress. Yes. And it's okay to both be there. It's okay if someone's a little bit more ahead of you, too. Mm-hmm. Because that means that that's someone of quality who can raise you up if you let them. And... One of the inhibitions I know men have a lot is when someone, especially because it would be coming from the female perspective mm-hmm. of they have their shit together, you don't. So the intimidation, I hear this a lot. I intimidate people. Um, it was a holdup mm-hmm. because they never felt good enough because they weren't on my platform. And mm-hmm. I can assure you, if they weren't on my platform, I would have never gone to them in the first place yeah. because I wouldn't even be looking at them. Yeah. And you know, we're still like, I, I think one of the greatest things about the guy that I see is his humbling fact of how he admits openly, like he's not where he wants to be with all the things in his life. Mm-hmm. He likes his career, but he's not, he's not settled in it. It's not like his purpose. And 
So, you know, he's good at what he does and he's been there for a minute and he can keep doing it, Mm -hmm. but it's not what drives him. And so he doesn't know what that is yet, but he already sees me doing my shit, right? And he knows that I'm out here making my dreams reality every single day. And so he doesn't hinder himself thinking he's not good enough for me. He says, you're making me see how I want to get my path clear. You want to be with somebody that inspires and motivates you to be great. Right. And that's, you know, so don't don't limit yourself to thinking that you're stuck because you don't have your P's in a row. And yeah. I, I'm telling you, I think that if you can overcome that objective for yourself, the layer of what you're needing to overcome will open up the flow for whatever is supposed to find you. Yeah. I, I think that's. I think you're right. You're right. I mean, I'm dope as shit. Like I'm right. dope as shit. I'm, I, I mean, we've been sitting I'm here for the last being, hour. I think you dope as shit, and I'm, I'm like, I've been in the gym putting it up, get my little cardio in, and shit. I've been trying to get cute. So I went oh. to barbershop last week. I was like, oh, like, this is a, this is a black barbershop. This, this is this is in the block. It was like he was the way. I was like, you know, I you know, I, I mean, I be working out, and shit, doing my little thing. I was like, hold on, brother, don't try to stop the barbershop. I'm here looking cute. I love yeah, it. Wait, yeah, if I, if I get some coins, let me get some commas in my bank. Yeah, it'll be a whole motherfucking problem. I love but it. only because I have the foundation of humility and humbleness. To get that. I can drip, undrown all you motherfuckers. Exactly. But I want to make y'all great too. Everybody ain't going to make it. But right. I'm willing to help those that want to be great to be the best they can be. And that's all you can do. And we go forward. That's it. That's right. all I got. And you know, time you, is limited. And, you can and turn the light good. on, but you can't force them to step into it. That's it. I can bring you the water, but I can't make you drink. Right. We're gonna, Sean, you got to say something? We're going to answer like two emails, then we get the fuck out of here, because I know you got to get to your BBQ. <laughs> I hate all you motherfuckers with, uh, with somebody. Oh. No, don't do My that. My phone dry. I'm just kidding, but I'm not. Uh. <laughs> you, know, you know, for the most part, you know, this wasn't about, this ain't about me in the first place, but it's about letting people see the, the positivity out there that they need to visualize. Fix your mic. You know what's wrong with my mic? It's turned. So turn it. Oh, there you there go. There you go. You just gotta visualize what's out there. You know, and stay positive about it. You know, and it'll come. You know, my journey's not easy. You know, I. You know, I get critics every day. I'm used to it. If you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing shit. No, I got, I got thick skin. They fans, no matter what you think. Exactly. Yeah, they, 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 they your biggest fan, actually. Yeah, yeah. haters are your biggest fans. Because they are stalking. Like it takes work to hate. It yeah. takes a lot of work to hate. It's a lot more energy to hate than just love. Yeah, love is easy. Hate yeah. is hard. Yeah. Well, you know, I do know this. This cast is going to make some people be like, "What?" But you know. Let's do this. Do it. So facts are, Sean is dating a black woman. For all you clients <laughs> out there, he's over no. y'all. No more cocaine for Sean. So if you see my eyes, <laughs> you see these facts. No, I'm talking to y'all. White girls, you're done. He's going back home. I'm, he's not leaving. I'm here as a witness to testify. He's done. Me? I'm working progress. I'm still available. We can, just, <laughs> we can negotiate terms. I'm in February. I'm off the market. I'm the only black girl in February. But the other eleven months of the year, negotiable. So shine's done. Okay, let you know facts. <laughs> just nothing set in stone. But I, have, uh, I do have a female friend. This, oh this I have a I have a BBQ friend. That's amazing. Shine got a black woman that will fuck y'all up. Okay, yeah. Don't come. Don't try it. Don't do it, bro. <laughs> I know. Don't she, do it. I know what she looks like. I'm gonna tell you what. She built different, bro. She's from the old school. She will fuck you up and go to work and like nothing ever happened. Okay. Just helping you. All the bunnies that used to fuck with Sean, just leave them alone. They shouldn't get fucked up. Black Panther. Okay. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> so we're going to close out with two emails. Okay. I'm going to read it. 
Go for and it. I'm going to give you, I want to hear you guys answers to this. So, <clears throat> Dear Marcus, my name is Lee and I'm in my late 20s. I finally found my creative calling and I'm very committed to it, but I still like being in the wave of life with the ladies. There is one that really fits me, but I'm not ready to take full ownership. Did I write this? I like being and talking to women more than sex because it's because cause it's because it works. And then I feel bad for her. Should I just focus on my work and leave women alone till I'm ready to be caught or just take the lumps? What should I do, Lee? Enjoy life. Enjoy it. I say never close yourself off because you shut yourself down from opportunity. However, mm-hmm. I am a victim of throwing myself into work, and I've seen it, but that kept me very single for a very long time. And because I, I wasn't open to the possibilities of things, we never know when life is going to hit us with what's meant for us. So you cannot shut down just because one thing is going right or one thing is going wrong. We have to understand that if we want love, if we want a relationship, we have to stay open in all channels because we are not in control of that, okay? So feeling bad for someone else, don't, don't do that. Don't, that. That's coming back somewhere internally for you that you shouldn't put that on someone else because unless they've told you out loud that you're making them feel bad, don't ever try to understand someone else's feelings. But understand yourself. Stay open. That's my two cents. Sean, what you got on this? Well, don't focus on that person. Correct. Focus on yourself. Correct. Make yourself, find your comfort zone for who you are. And and if somebody's interested in checking you out, they'll let you know. Right. But don't try and change for somebody like you or think you got to do it now and then. You're 20. Yes. You have plenty of time to figure it out. You haven't even started to grow yet in life. You haven't experienced anything in life yet, so you got plenty of time. Sit back, enjoy life, learn, and go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I feel like I wrote this, and um, you got to be your best self. Is the person going through the exact same situation that you're talking about? Lee, just just work on yourself, be the best person you can be, and let 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 the rest of take care of itself. You yeah. know, just um, you like twins, you got time, bro. Yeah. The more you work on yourself, the the better you are in the long run. So don't don't force it. Like I said, it comes back to the same same quote: season, reason, lifetime. Just understand who and why she's there. You'll be fine. This is another one. So this is our last one. Then I'm gonna close it out. Um. So dear Boston, been struggling with coming out to my pastor father. I don't feel he will accept will be accepting of me coming out as bisexual. I am very private. I'm ready to live my truth, but I live at home. I plan to move in the next few months, but the idea of bringing home a boyfriend is giving me anxiety. Should I tell him now or wait? Should I just bring home a boyfriend to meet him or wait? Chris. Oh, Chris, first off, my heart support love for you and finding who you are and knowing that stifling that voice amongst the people who love us the most in the world is the hardest. Um, you know, I always say it's better to always be yourself and even though that can be the hardest thing especially when it's our parents Mm -hmm. I've learned that my parents not all and this isn't fair for everyone and I know that I'm fortunate to have people who no matter what shit and hell I have put them through they still find a way to love me and work with me and support me I hope that for you him being a pastor of faith a man of faith 
I mean, love and family should be the most important to him. Yeah, but that dad. I know. That I, dad embodies something that's not necessarily. I know, and I, you know. I get it. And I it goes against what he stands for. And that's, it's tough. Um, I, I say it's going to be a hard conversation no matter what. But it's going to be one no matter what. At some point in your life, you're going to have to have. So getting it out of the way before you issue in this other lifestyle that you have. Is probably important, you know. Yeah, I was. I would just say wait. I would say, man, being speaking like financially and like having a home, like don't bring a boyfriend home. Like surprise, don't do that. Yep. I would say wait till you on your own out the house. Yep. And then at that point, be be prepared to lose it. Be yep. prepared to not talk to your mom and dad for a while. And like, but it, the 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 prize of that being truth to yourself like you gotta live your life you mm-hmm. can't be responsible for the way they the way your parents chose to live their life and buy into right. so you have to just be in a position to financially hold your own down without your parents without your mom and dad mm-hmm. and then you say hey this is who i am this is who i choose to be then let the cards fall what it may they might come around down the, down the, down the road but like I would say wait till you're at the house and then yeah. let, let, let the bullets fly. And the thing is, is that we always forget our parents are human too. Mm-hmm. We are just, we make mistakes as their children and learn and grow. Parents, they don't have a manuscript on how to do it themselves either. There's no set guidelines on how to parent, especially with all the different things life throws at us. So mm-hmm. you have to understand that you're going to have to forgive them too, no matter what, if they don't take it the way that it should, like if they don't take it receiving and recept it well, you have to understand you're going to have to find forgiveness within you, too, to let it go because they're human. And, you know, I, I'm sure whatever will happen will work itself out down the path. But, you know, I wish you the best of luck because that is a tough situation that so many have to go through. Mm-hmm. Sean, got anything? That's a slippery slope. Yeah. I would say the best thing you can do is, one, get out on your own. You kill Don't let no one uh, with a father and a pastor. You have to be on your own. You know, you live under his roof. Yeah. You know, he has his faith, what he believes in, so you're not going to change that. Right. The only thing you can do is become your own person outside of mm-hmm. his home. And you got to make sure you're financially set because you may not be able to go back to that front for help. Or Completely. You know, so if it's what you want, it's what you totally feel is right, then follow your heart. Completely. But... You know, you're going to lose the game. Yeah. You know, and that's the problem. It's, it's not an easy, that's not an easy one, so there's, there's no easy answer. No. You know, uh, just if you believe it, run with it. But if you don't know, you're still in a crossroads, take your time with it. But do not bring it out while you still live at home. Correct. I, And it's hard for us to sit here and, and give that advice for sure because we, we want you to be who you are. But you also have to re- have the same respect for your parents. Yep. And I, I preach that highly. I mean, they, they've supported and taken care of you, so you have to do that for, for them until you're at a place yeah. on your own. And that's, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Well, I will say all that, too. And I want to thank Sean... Coming on back with Cognac Corner. Now that he has a BBQ beautiful black queen, he has a go to that he's he's holding back. I see you holding back, Sean. You should go ahead, jump in, brother. Do it for me. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for me. Because I'm watching everything, and I and I need you. Like you know, I'm Cecil's happy. I want you to be happy. 
you guys being happy lets me know that I deserve to be happy too. I, I have to work on jumping that hurdle. It's a growing friendship. It's a growing friendship that I'm very happy with. Good. I'm happy for you. And uh, Heather Hellman, I want to thank you also for coming down to the BBC. Thank you. Um, bringing your words of wisdom as you are amazing, as you are beautiful, and you're beautiful as you are amazing. So, I have Thank a question: you. How's it feel being the center of an Oreo cookie on your podcast this evening? <laughs> you are. You, this was an Oreo. Well, I mean, you know, I have to admit, I I think I I enjoy being the filling. Have you dated black guys before? No. How did I miss? How did I, the old me would have gotten to that the first question, but the the more educated nah. and articulate me definitely missed. It. I was like, I was about to ask that, but we, that would be on part two of there this. There you go. We can, be the next time. Trust me, my dating history is a plethora of interest, but uh, I can. Uh, if it ain't black, it ain't interesting. Oh, I don't know. There's been some diversity what, in there, but well, like what kind? Of, well, if it wasn't black, what was you dating? I dated an Indian. Who does that? Go ahead. Well, I mean, I lived in California, and there's a lot of Buddhist, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of Indian culture, religion. and I do too, and I've explored. I've been to Bali and been over there and lived there, and I've experienced that culture and that lifestyle, and I'm drawn to it. I There's a part of, and honestly, he was intellectual, and he was uh-huh. sexy, and he was tall, and he was suave, uh-huh. and he was like a big bear, and I was like, yes, and he knows who he is if he's listening to this at all. So that's hilarious. But he's he is one of my still very darling good friends. We still have a great relationship with each other as far as friends go. And I mean, trust me, I, I one of my best friends is black. And people have asked us for the last twenty five years if we've dated or hooked up or whatever. So how have you? How have you? How have you not dated a black guy if y'all, if all your friends are black? I don't know. I mean, well, not, well, not all your friends. We have one of my best. I mean, and one of my best guy friends. I, not, let me I know tell you, you got shot at by a black guy. I'm not oh, gonna take that well, shot. I, you know, I'm gonna tell you what. I don't like the way they come at me. I don't. I, I don't like it. I agree with you. I don't like it. I agree. It. That's fair. You know, we're gonna leave you on that one. We're gonna leave you on that teaser because we get into that. Yeah. Get next round two of this beautiful conversation. Yeah. On the next cognac corner, and and you know maybe uh, soon it will be soon, real soon. And I want to thank Sean again. I want to thank Heather. Thank you. Thank again. you so much for inviting me down. I had a blast. Thank you for coming. I'm going to get Sean to his uh, queen that's waiting on his ass. Mm. And as usual, this is usually a quote that I say on Silo Audience, but I'm going to bring it to Cognac. Um, if God's in, within you, wherever, everywhere you go, leave a little bit of heaven behind. I love it. So once again, if God's within you, however you define God, the universe, leave a little bit of heaven wherever you go. Be good, be great, love each other, love yourself, and uh, see you next time. Ma, Hey, how you, how you doing? Hey, how are you?